Hello everybody, welcome to Love Talk Podcast. I hope you guys have had a very great week so far. I hope you've had a very I hope you had a very great weekend. Today's Tuesday, the 28th. Uh, I am grateful. I'm glad for another day, another week, another chance to make things right with God. So today's Love Talk podcast uh, will be brief. I apologize for not being able to come on on our usual day Monday. Had a couple things to take care of. Uh, getting my daughter's room together. So couldn't come on yesterday, but I am on for a little bit today. And so I hope you guys have had a very great week. I hope you guys have had a very great weekend. I hope you guys are healthy, staying safe. Uh, staying connected, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about today's podcast. Um, this topic kind of came to me over the weekend, uh, so it was very fun. Had a very great weekend. I don't usually do this, but I'm going to do it today because it's been on my heart and my mind. I just want to give a couple shout-outs uh, to some people that I know. Uh, first person I want to give a shout out to, uh, is a good friend of mine. I grew up with him, uh, in the gospel. (laughs) Uh, his name is Mark Robinson, uh, but I appreciate him for, um, his, his wisdom, his knowledge, uh, even at a young age. I know sometimes... We think that we have to have wisdom and knowledge at old age, but that's not always the case. Um, I thank God for his wisdom, his knowledge, his uh, ability to want to do better, to learn more. Uh, I definitely appreciate the gift of God that's in his life and the ministry that God's given him. So I wanted to shout him out. Uh, I also want to shout out um, um, a young man by the name of Jeremiah Smith, uh, he also somebody I grew up with in gospel, and I tell you, uh, we had a Zoom talk, we had a Zoom conference call, uh, this past Friday, and love talk, I must confess, it was a very great discussion, Mark was a part of it. Jeremiah was a part of it. Uh, Dwight, Tatiana, I know them. They were a part of it. Uh, Dino, Dennis Moore Jr., somebody I also know. He was a part of it and myself. And it was a very great uh, discussion. Uh, I'm glad that we were able to come together uh, since that's been something that God's kind of been putting on my heart for a minute and it was a very great discussion but just hearing what God had been dealing with them on it was incredible it was incredible uh, so I really enjoyed myself but Jeremiah Smith he's a very great young man as well um, you know he 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 studies the Word of God he uh, he challenges himself and pushes himself to do better, and he doesn't. He doesn't stay complacent. He always strives to look for more and to be the best person he was meant to be. 
uh, Dwight, Glenn, and Tatiana Glenn. Uh, I've known them for a long time as well. I grew up with them in church and in the gospel as well. And they are uh, two of my favorite people. And they are very, oh man, they're very, very, very uh, sincere about their relationship with God. You know, they take things very serious. And I uh, am glad about that. Um, Dwight is very... Um, Dwight's bold. I'll say that. He's bold. And I like that about him. You know, he that he's bold. That he... Um, you know, he's bold. He's not afraid to get up and minister or get up and speak concerning what God has given him. And Tatiana, his wife, uh, is very um, sweet. She's very respectful. Uh, but she's also very serious and sincere about her relationship with God. I know my wife, Tanji, uh, who I also am going to give a shout out to, is also, we really, Tatiana, I mean, Tanji really admires and likes, admonishes Tatiana a lot. So we, I'm grateful for them. I'm grateful for their commitment to God, but I'm also grateful for their ministry, especially the ministry and the gift that God has given Dwight and Tatiana. Also, I want to also shout out to my big brother in the gospel, Dwight and him and Dino, another person I grew up with in the gospel, young man, very knowledgeable, very wise, um, very... Um, um, unique and different and, you know, committed, not just to natural, th not just to spiritual things, even natural things, you know, being prepared and he's very good health. He's, he's very good, knowledgeable in the different areas too. And I also want to shout out my wife, Tanji. Uh, you know, it isn't sometimes when you find someone it's not always it's very rare to find somebody in, in your life who will challenge you to be better and do better and uh, I must say that I thank God for her for allowing me to be and pushing me to be the best person that I can be and she knows that I can be uh, I really enjoyed the uh, Zoom uh, call Friday night. I also want to say that I love Tanji and I'm grateful that God gave her to me and placed her in my life as well as my daughter Esme. So I want to talk out of the book of Jeremiah, the first chapter. Uh, Jeremiah was one of the prophets in the Bible that God used and who he used tremendously. I'm not going to read all of this. I'm just going to read from the fourth verse. Uh, on down to the. Tenth verse. And today's topic that I want to talk about for today and for the week. Uh, is why did God choose me? Why did God 
choose me. So many times we look at our lives uh, and we don't really understand why sometimes our life goes a certain way or a certain path or why we have to experience certain things. But the Bible tells us in the book of Job that he knoweth the way that uh, I should take. And we read in Romans when Paul writes, uh, and we know that all things work together for good for them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So I want to kind of put out today and going forward throughout this week that uh, it's not always how we start. It's not always the things that happens to us that makes us great or makes us gifted or makes us creative. It is what we do with what we've been given and how we respond to the things that life gives us. So I'm going to start from Jeremiah 1 to the 4th, chapter 1, verse 4. Then the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Behold, I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee, and before thy camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Then said I, Ah, Lord God, behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. But the Lord said unto me, Say not, I, I am a child, for thou shalt go to all that I shall send thee, and whatsoever I commend thee, thou shalt speak. Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. And the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down, to build and to plant. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> so reading this, um, these verses and kind of meditating on this topic, God began to show Jeremiah that before he was in the belly, he knew him. He knew all about him. He knew what he would do. He knew how he would be. He knew how his life would go. But that regardless of that, that he sanctified him. He set him apart. He set him aside for his use and his purpose. And so many times in our lives, whether we be 15, whether we be 27, whether we be 30, whether we be 40, whether we be 60 or 70, sometimes we may feel like we are um, unique or peculiar or weird or different. But one thing I've learned in my life is that when... I'm an outcast among the world or society. That makes me an incast with God. That makes me be His. That makes me be uh, different and, and a part of Him. And so, so many times, like Jeremiah, we do feel that we can't speak because we're young, because we... Uh, may not have experience because we may not have uh, the credentials for the job or for the position or 
for whatever we want to do. But God tells Jeremiah, and I believe he's saying to us, that wherever he sends us, and whatever he commands, that that he will he will we speak. And he told Jeremiah, he said, Be not afraid of their faces, for I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. We can't be afraid of others. We can't be afraid of uh, stepping out. We can't be afraid of um, what it is that God has given us and, and the gift and the ministry that God has given us because we have a purpose. And our purpose is not just to live a good life. Our purpose is not just... To make money. Our purpose is not just material things. Our purpose is to bring uh, people to Christ. To show people that about to tell people about a man who can change, who changed our lives, and who can change their life. And that is Jesus Christ. That's the, the purpose. The goal is to be like him. The goal is to overcome. The goal is to be the best person, to be the best man, to be the best husband, to be like him. And the Bible does tell us to follow, to mark the perfect man. In Psalms, David wasn't talking about a natural man. David wasn't talking about uh, the perfect record when he referred to this. He's talking about Christ, the perfect man. That's who we should follow. That's who we should go after. And despite all of our flaws, despite all of our insecurities, despite despite all of what we feel about us or what other people have said about us, I want to set the record straight today. April 28th, 2020, to Love Talk and everybody listening. I want to set the record straight and let you know that we are chosen that God has called us and chosen us for such a time as this and despite what you've done despite where you've been despite what life has thrown to you despite what other people say about you at the end of the day when it's just you you have to know that God has given you a task God has given you a work he's given you a gift he's given something for you to do and regardless of making money, regardless of family, regardless of business, regardless of being successful, at the end of the day, when our life is over, God is going to hold us responsible for what we did for him. What did we fulfill our purpose in him? And that's why the Bible says, make your calling and election sure. I feel very passionate and compelled to speak on this topic because I feel like sometimes we don't know, we know who we are, but we allow our mind, we allow our past, we allow other things to deter us from what it is that God has for us. So I want to read the book of Romans 8. I'll start at the 28th verse. He says, And we know that all things work together for good for them that love God, to whom are called, who are the called according to his purpose. 
for whom he did for no, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. The 30th verse is really what I want to touch on. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. So I want to go to another passage of scripture real quick. First uh, Peter 2. Oh, and when the book open wide in that morning by and by oh my god Oh, my record, it will be there. <clears throat> Sometimes we have to know that God is with us and, and, and that we do not be afraid of other people or be afraid of what they say because we're not, God didn't call us because of what other people said. He called us because he saw something in us that he could use. He sees something in uh, Tangie that she could use. He could use. He sees something in Tatiana that he could use. He sees something in Dwight he could use. He sees something in Dino he could use. He sees something in Mark he could use. He sees something in Jeremiah he could use. He sees something in me he could use. He sees something in you. No matter your age, no matter your where you are in life, no matter what you've done, he sees something in you that he can use. If you look at it, many people that God used, whether it be naturally or spiritually, they they he he they they had something. First thing that you have to be is you have to be willing. You have to be willing. You have to be a willing vessel. God's not going to force his will upon you. But you do have to be willing. You have to be willing. You have to be willing. You have to be willing. You, you have to position yourself to allow God to do whatever it is he wants to do. So you have to be willing. Not only do you have to be willing... But you have to be uh, sanctified because you have to be set apart. That's what sanctified means, set apart. God sanctified Jeremiah. He set him apart. So there's many moments in our lives where we feel like, hmm, how come this relationship didn't work? How come this didn't go through? How come this person left me? It's because God is sanctifying you. He's setting you apart. We're chosen. We're different. We're unique. So the Bible says here in 1 Peter 2. I'll start at the 7th verse. 
Unto you, therefore, which believe he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallowed, the same is made the head of the corner. And a stone of a stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation. Now I'm going to close out with this. Ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, and that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. You have to be willing. I'm going to leave you these three things, and I'm done. You have to be willing You have to be prepared, and you have to be sanctified. Willing, prepared, and sanctified. Because for where God is taking us, and where God wants to take you, there's going to be moments in your life where you may have to go back and seek forgiveness. You may have to go through certain things, and those things are not <clears throat> just for us. Those things are uh, for other people. Sometimes we think in our life that we go through certain things for us. Nope. There are things that we do go through for us, but there are also times and moments in our lives where we go through things for other people, to show other people that there is a God to show other people that he's able to show other people that no matter where I am or what I've done in my life, that he is faithful and he will see us through. So I wanted to leave that thought with you that God has chosen us. <clears throat> you know, he knows us. He sanctified us. He's ordained us. He's called us. So let's get busy. Let's get busy writing that book. Let's get busy opening that business. Let's get busy walking into the ministry that God has given us. Let's get busy. Fight back. Fight back for your family. Fight back for your marriage. Fight back for your business. Fight back for your children. Fight back for your church. Fight back. Don't allow the enemy. Don't allow life. Don't allow People, don't allow past mistakes to affect you. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight for what God has given you. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back. Fight back for what you want. Fight back. Don't you, don't you let another day go by. No, 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 no. Fight back. Don't live in fear. Don't live in doubt. Don't live in unbelief. Fight back. I dare you to fight back and watch God bless you. I dare you to fight back and watch God anoint you. I dare you to fight back and watch God put your family back together. Fight back. That's all you got to do is fight back. Woo! Hallelujah. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do is believe God. That's all you got to do. All you got to do. He's not looking. See, let me say this and I'm through. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, love talk. I...
I'm sorry. I, I just feel I just feel like getting this getting this out. God is not like man. Man looks on the outward appearance. And it even says this in the book of 1 Samuel. God sees the heart. God will take what you thought would kill you. What you thought would destroy you. God will take that. He'll use it for his glory. I'm talking to you. And I'm not. I'm talking to you from experience. He'll use it for his glory. Fight back. Don't allow your, your, your mind or your heart to affect you. Fight back. God is with you. He sanctified you. He's prepared you. Fight back. All you have to do is be willing, be prepared, and be sanctified. God's, God's got it. We don't have to be fearful. We don't have to be afraid. God is with us. All we have to do is fight back. Don't look to your left. Don't look to your right. Don't look to who's behind you. Don't look to what you don't have, what you do, who doesn't love you. Set your eyes and your heart on God. And he will see you through. He will. He'll see you through. It doesn't always look like it, but he'll see you through. <laughs> it doesn't always feel like it. Oh, man, I, 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 I'm going I'm to quit, but I, I feel like preaching, but he'll see you through. He's faithful. He's that kind of God. Song says you can't hurry God. No, you you just have to wait. You have to trust and give him time. No matter how long it takes. He's a God. You can't hurry. He'll be there. Don't you worry. He may not come when you want him, but he's on time. Somebody said he's an on time God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on time. All right, I, I gotta go. I got. I'm on my lunch break, but I, I just, man. Mm-hmm. He's on time. Don't worry about what the things you can't control. Don't worry about the people that left you. But just know he's on time. He may not come tomorrow. He may not come next week. He may not come next year, but he's on time. You may not know what's going on in your life, but I just want to leave with you that when you've tried everything else, the first thing you should try is try Jesus. And keep trying him and trying him. And when he comes through, give him praise. When he comes through, give him thanks. When he comes through, give him glory. When he comes through, magnify his name. Don't wait till he brings you out of your situation to praise him. But praise him while you have a chance. Praise him while things are upside down. Praise him while your marriage is upside down. Praise him while your family's in array. 
Praise him while your children are not acting right. Praise him while the job is giving you trouble. Because the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. So praise him in the morning. Praise him in the noonday. Praise him in the evening when the sun is going down. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him because he's worthy to be praised. Praise him. Praise him. Praise him. All right, I got to go. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. I'm through. I'm not done, but I got to cut off. I'm not through, but I'm cutting off. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> Let's just pray before we, before I let, dismiss. God, we thank you. Lord, we praise you. We magnify you, God. We thank you for what you've done and what you continue to do. Oh, God, touch us, Jesus. Lord, give us the strength we need, God. Thank you for choosing us, for calling us, for anointing us, for sanctifying us, God. Even with our shortcomings, even when we're the worst person, God, even when we've made some tough and hard choices and made some mistakes, God. Oh, God, thank you for choosing us, Jesus. Give us the strength that we need, God. Oh, God, anoint us today, God. Anoint us. Lord, we're willing, God. We're willing vessels, God. Oh, God, sanctify us for your use today. Sanctify us for your kingdom, God. Help us to bring people, bring souls to a saving knowledge of you, God. Oh, God, help us, God. Would you anoint us, Jesus? Help us to be the husbands, the fathers, the mothers, the daughters, the sons, the daughters, God. The men and women of God that you've chosen us to be. We'll give you praise and honor and glory. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. I love you all. Love talk. Hope you continue to have a very great day and great week. We'll see you back next week. And remember, fight back. Don't allow nothing in your life to stop you from becoming the person that God wants you to be. All right? I love you. I'm out.